0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: Bet online is your number one source for your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting in your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. So head to the website or... Use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's B-L-E-A-V. Bet online where the game starts. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Believe in Lions podcast. That's B-L-E-A-V, and we are here on a Victory Monday edition after the Lions ended the losing streak, ended the playoff drought. The Lions defeat the Los Angeles Rams in Detroit. I was there at the game, as was my co-host, a man who knows a little bit about Winning as a Detroit Lion, a man who was on the field throwing some T-shirts, man that the Lion's social media account absolutely loved the one, the only All-Pro safety, Glover Quinn. <laughs>
0: hey man, I, I'm a shout out, and I and I tell these guys, but I'm gonna tell everybody to appreciate not just because the Lions' social media team. Is probably the best I've seen in the NFL. Their photos, their graphics, their look like everything looks first class. So I definitely got to give a shout out to those guys. They work hard, man. I just, I love talking to those guys every time I'm around them. I love talking to them just so I can, you know, pick their brain, man, and, you know, tell them how much I appreciate those guys because they do a really, really good job. They're fun follow on, uh, on the ground for sure. But yeah, man, what's up? How you doing?
1: I am great. I am great. My voice is a little bit lacking after last night's win. It was loud. It was raucous. It was rocking throughout Detroit, but I'm great. That was just an amazing experience is the only way I can describe it.
0: Yeah, man, it was, it was electric in there. Um, I mean, you know, the first time hosting a, a home playoff game in, in, in 30 years, man, and the type of season that they've had, it, it was electric. And, you know, that's that's a tough environment to beat. You know what I'm saying? I was talking with some guys last night that go to a lot of different games and they're in the ticketing business and, you know, they go to all the Super Bowls and Final Four. They go to all that stuff. And they were saying that that atmosphere last night, was that of a Super Bowl type of atmosphere, and I'm like, that was incredible. It was, it was a, it was a joy to be a part of. Um, luckily for me, I was able to be down on the field and feel some of the the the, the energy from down there. Uh, it was just, it was just incredible
1: a pretty great birthday present from the Detroit lions to have you down there on the field and then deliver the victory as well. And happy birthday, by the way, for everyone out there, it is GQ's birthday. So make sure you wish him a happy birthday on the socials.
0: (laughs) Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, man, it was, it was good. You know, they, like I said, the lions, they, they, they do a good job. I mean, trying to, you know, get 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 the guys back and you know they they've been showing love and i don't know i can't speak for everybody i can only speak for myself but they've uh they've definitely showed a lot of love to me and appreciation and you know i i definitely appreciate those guys man i mean it's it's just a part of my life that you know i never thought would have ended up this way i just i just try to do things for the right reasons um I'm a I'm a lawyer type of person and so when when the free agency tampering period opened up you know Detroit was the first team to reach out to me and then just being honest I really didn't want to go to Detroit at the time you know I wanted to stay in Houston just being honest you know in 2013 can't say Detroit was the most popping city and can't say that the team was the most popping team either so that was not the first team of choice but i took the visit to you know try to sway other guys to um come forward and none really did how i wanted and detroit was they 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 wanted me and they i could hear it in, in their voices and it sounded like they wanted to do something different they wanted me to be a a spearhead of that and so That's why I took it on to to come in and and try to be a part of of changing the the landscape of the organization. I think we were able to kind of do that in my time there, and then it took a law. But I think in taking that law, it showed what the level could be. Sometimes you don't know what good is until you see what bad is. And I think for them to see what it was like for four years in the direction that we were trending, and then to see the opposite was like, hold on, this right here definitely isn't the direction we want to be going. We want to try to get back that way and bring it in. Dan Campbell, his staff, you know, to get it back to where it was and bring it in the right pieces. Um, and so now to see them at this point, it's it's been a work in progress. But, hey, man, they've made it here. And I'm glad, uh, you know, they allowed me to come around to to be a part of it as well.
1: And it was a lot of guys from your teams as well. There was you, there was Calvin Johnson, there was Golden Tate, there was Tully out there as well. Just kind of goes to show just how good we had it during your time in Detroit, just the the character of the guys in the locker room. And it really feels like this team has a lot of high character guys as well. So it's just beautiful to see it come full circle.
0: Right. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not being trying to be disrespectful, but, you know, before – they tried to make that change in the organization. That was the one thing that was said about the Detroit Lions. They had great players. They always had talent because they had a bunch of first-rounders, and, you know, they had Sue, they had Calvin, they had Stafford, they had, you know, Demas. He was a second-rounder. They had, you know, they had guys. But the thing that would always get them in trouble was penalties, you know, penalties. They 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 would beat themselves – with personal foul penalties and just playing undisciplined. You always knew, hey, if you just stay the course, we'll get a big play. They're going to break down at some point. They're not going to stay disciplined the entire game. And, I mean, when I played against them in 2012 with the Texans, that's kind of how it was, you know. Um, And so they've always had players, but being able to hone those players and and play discipline, play, you know, smart team football, we had to try to build that culture, and they got the right guys in. You know, starting with you know Stafford and Calvin, and then adding some pieces. You know, drafting Sue, you draft Nick Fairley. Had to hone him in a little bit, and then next thing you know, you want to change the culture even more. So then you bring me in, you bring in Reggie Bush. You just start trying to get guys in that were kind of considered high character, character guys, good personalities, and things like that, strong enough. Could play well enough to try to get this thing turned around, and then you know they brought in a coach that supported that that mission as well, and so we were able to do some good things. And like I said, we came up short, but it just opened up the eyes to what things could be. And then when Matt Patricia came in, you saw the complete opposite, and I think that prompted like, hey, we know the level that we could be because we've we've almost been there. We need to get back there, and and so bringing in Dan Campbell, I think, was a was a great move. And um, it's it's been paying off dividends for sure.
1: And it definitely paid off. Obviously, the Lions get their first playoff win in 30 years. It was beautiful. It was incredible. And now we get another home game as well. The crowd was electric. The crowd really did play a role in this and I don't want to just say that because we were part of the crowd but two burned timeouts by the Los Angeles Rams because the crowd was so loud it was just 110 120 decibels for pretty much three hours straight whenever the defense was on the field the Rams offense was on it was crazy and now we get to run that back again next week you're gonna be going to the game
0: yes sir I'll be back I'll be back I booked my flights last night so um, it's just a great environment. The, the fans were absolutely phenomenal. Um, and that's what you want to see. Obviously, they've been waiting a long time for this. And they got their opportunity, and they definitely did not let it go to waste. So um, sometimes it's great to see the good guys get rewarded. And I think last night, their hard work throughout the entire season, traveling their entire you know work for over the last – few years you know what i'm saying a lot of years really to get a home playoff game to 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 showcase the organization on a national stage like that and to get a win against a national team like the los angeles rams is uh that's a b- pretty big deal
1: and it was a great turnout. Eminem was in the crowd. Chad Smith from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Sam Richardson, Taylor Lautner. Brian Cranston was in the crowd as well, but he was from the Rams side, so we're not really going to count him. But just everyone came out for this game. It was mind-blowing. Just mind-blowing.
0: Yeah, it, it was. And, you know, I was telling some guys, I'm sitting down there on the field and just kind of taking it all in. I'm just like, man, this is so crazy. Like, a little guy like me from... You know, Summit Mississippi is out here, court. Or I can't even say court size, side, sideline access at this playoff game. And you, like you say, you see all the stars, and you see Taylor Laudner's right there, and there's Big Sean, and there's Eminem, and there's Barry Sanders. And they're just like, man, like how lucky and fortunate am I to be amongst these people? You know what I'm saying? It's just, It's just so incredible. Um, definitely something that I don't take for granted for sure. And, um, you know, I think next week it'll be more stars out. I think it'll be more people come out. Um, and I've been telling guys, you know, cause I'm, I'm a nice guy, you know what I'm saying? I'm a nice guy. And so I've, I've been telling people like, Hey man, there's room on our bandwagon. You know, we, we pick up supporters. We don't like detractors, but anybody that's looking for a, a, a team to root for in the playoffs because I feel like you always want some kind of skin in the game. You know what I'm saying? Your team gets put out or don't make it. You kind of find the team It's like, you know what? I'm a root for these guys and hopefully they pull it off, you know? So the bandwagon is open, but you need to get on now because the seats get less and less the farther they go. So by the time they get to the Super Bowl, it may not be any seats to hop on the bandwagon. Um, so you might want to go and get on now, show your support for the, for the lines and um, let's get ready to see who we got next week.
1: Yeah, we get to find that out tonight. Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus Philadelphia Eagles. The winner will head to Detroit, whereas the other game is going to be the Packers versus the 49ers because the Cowboys just got embarrassed. I was shocked. I I could un- I could see a world where the Packers beat the Cowboys. I could not have envisioned that kind of whooping.
0: You know, uh, I, I don't know, man. You know, I was scared for a little bit because when I'm looking at the game, it's 14 0. Next thing you know, and then Dallas get a touchdown right before the half, so I'm like, oh heck, here we go. Because when we played those guys after the 2014 season, would have been early 2015, as far as the playoffs go. Um, it was the same way we came out and we were dominating those guys, and then we gave up a long touchdown to Terrence. Uh, I can't remember his last name. Number eighty three. Uh, we gave up a long, of Williams, yeah, from Baylor. I think uh, we gave up a long touchdown to him right before the half, and that momentum that they took into the half, they came back the second half and eventually was able to come back and beat us. And I was, so, although you had the controversy, we allowed it to be close to that point. So when I saw this game in Green Bay, and I'm kind of trying to look at a little bit of it trying to get to where I need to go, I'm on the plane, I'm off, I'm here or there. And I saw the score was like 14-0. I was like, ooh, they jumped out on them balls quick. Or 10-0, I think it was 14. And then I saw Dallas score that touchdown right before the half and made it like 21-7 or something like that. And at that point, I was like, "Uh uh-oh, all right. that, That right there was the play that Dallas needed. And it reminded me of our time there. It's just when, when when they came back after half Green Bay, you know, they turned it on some more. And obviously the turnovers from the Cowboys hurt. I mean, when you get pick sixes, that stuff is hurting hurtful. You I mean you saw it the first game with the Browns and the Texans, you know, you get two pick sixes in the game, it's gonna be tough to overcome that. So uh the Packers just play, they play good. They're on the roll right now, you know what I'm saying? So um, they got to go to San Fran. I don't think they're going to be afraid of San Fran. I think they're going to go out and, and play and, um, San Fran got to go out and, 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 and play some good football. Cause you know, tough teams, the toughest teams in the playoffs are the, the teams that are the hottest and, and they're hot right now.
1: They are. They absolutely are. The 49ers are hot as well. And the Detroit Lions are scorching hot as well. Jared Goff throws for over 200 yards, throws a touchdown, but the 80% completion is what stands out for me. And if I don't know what it sounded like on the broadcast, but if you were there every commercial break, you would hear Jared Goff, Jared Goff, the fans. We're all about Jared Goff and he rewarded them with a show. Now it's only the one touchdown because they run it at the goal line twice, but still just a phenomenal game. And that's why the box score doesn't really show you what actually transpires in most games.
0: Yeah, I thought I thought it was a great job by the fans last night of showing their support for Jared Goff. You know, I think, you know, you definitely could feel the, 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 I don't want to say tension, but you can definitely feel that. It was important to both of those guys. It was important to Jared Goff to to play well and be a leader for his team last night. And it was important for Stafford, too. I could tell how each one of them ran out of the tunnel. I, I, I really wanted to watch that part. I recorded it so I can have it because I wanted to see what Stafford looked like running out the tunnel, what did Jared Goff look like, and I could feel a difference in you know what I would feel like would be a normal vibe, right? Um, Stafford was all business. Jared Goff was all business. Jared, I mean, it was just a great thing. And I thought the fans did a great job of showing support for Jared Goff. He's their he's the, he is their quarterback right now. You know what I'm saying? He is their quarterback. And, and, you know, they showed that they showed that support. And he, like you said, he came out and rewarded them. He played well, didn't turn the ball over, controlled the game, made good, timely throws, high completion percentage. And you know, it just looked like a really, really, really good football game. But I also thought Matthew Stafford played well too, and showed um, some great throws and and paws and toughness and everything that you know the Lions fans have always loved about him as well. So I thought it was a really, really, really good game. Great outcome for both. The Lions got the win. You got to see Stafford have some some good plays, but we came out on top. And Jared Goff played a great game and and I think it worked out exactly how I would have wanted it to work out uh, just as a fan, former player, and friend of uh, of some of the guys.
1: And that's what I was about to say. I really wouldn't have it any other way. You beat Stafford at his best. He is wheeling. He is dealing. It was a good game, a respectful game, a fun game. I did get a little bit scared at one point. Matthew Stafford takes a big hit. He goes into the medical uh, tent and returns. I was worried because at that point, it's like, okay, is Stafford going to go down? And is that going to kind of make this not feel so good? So it was nice to see him get back in there and finish the game.
0: You mean it's it's just crazy how, and like I say, it's it's hard. It's hard to script this stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's so crazy to think about all of this stuff and to think about how Stafford started here in detroit you know having the the broken collarbone game you know fighting through it coming back and throwing a game winning touchdown and then that moment happens and it's like i'm i guarantee you if you talk to Stafford he had flashbacks to that cleveland game was like i'm not going out i'm i'm not I'm not going out of this game. Long as it's not head related, I will be back. And maybe it was head related, and he did a great job of of of, of fighting through it, clearing the Codwells up before they before they got to him. You know, putting it off on the shoulder and the hand, all those different things. Whatever you got to do, he was not coming out that game. And I thought it was cool. I I, I really thought it was great. Um, and I'm sure every fan in there because i was telling people i'm sure every fan in there was holding their breath because it was the game was shaping up for a typical matthew stafford end of the game major drive and the lines made defensive plays to stop that so i thought just from that perspective i feel like the fans that or Detroit fans that love Matthew Stafford, I'm I hope that they cheered for uh Jared Goff last night, but I hope they went home and was like, you know what, that was a pretty good game by Stafford. This a great game by by the Lions team, great game by Jared Goff, but it was fun to see Stafford again. And you keep it moving, we all understand the sports, we we love our teams, we're gonna cheer for our teams, you know. And I was thinking about this too, because at the end of the day, you just it just all depends on how things shake out right like stafford's first overall pick here you know he played 12 years here great numbers here all these different things right but if stafford goes on and play 8 9 years in LA won a super bowl in LA made pro bowls in LA where is stafford's like main legacy gonna be at is it gonna be what he did in Detroit as a young kid slinging the ball around, or is it going to be what he did in L.A. winning a Super Bowl and and this and that? So it's just tough. It's tough. Um, it's just tough. And I think he's loved in Detroit. I think he'll be loved in L.A. It's just you know the type of person that he is. So you know, like I said, it was a good game. I I I, I thought it it was played well from uh from both standpoints, and and I thought Jared Goff handled everything uh well. The pressure, the everything. I thought he handled it well. I thought he played well. And I thought the team responded and had his back. And the fans definitely showed their support.
1: They really did. They were they were just nonstop that entire game all day on Twitter. Now it just continues. Everyone is out. Everyone is having fun. But like you said, it came down to the wire. That last drive, Stafford had been dealing. Puka Nakua was unstoppable, 181 yards and a touchdown. And then the final play, the turnover for Puka Nakua, everyone wants to complain about a hold. Both sides want to complain about the refs here. As a Lions fan, I was not thrilled with a lot of the refs. The offsides by Taylor Decker, or sorry, the false start by Taylor Decker. That was an offsides late hit Jameer Gibbs, some other things like that. And then the Rams fans are upset too because of the Lions were too grabby and all that. And really, it's just, that's part of being a fan, right? Is hating the referees' decisions.
0: Right. You know, when the referees walked out last night, they started booing. It was the funniest thing. And the referees are sitting there waving. They're booing them. Um, But like I said, I feel like referees understand that that's a part of the game too. And the fans are not going to be excited by calls that you make against their team at home, especially if it's a controversial call. I think all the fans feel like that's a part of having a home field advantage, right? Yeah, we get the fans, but we're also at home. So if if it's a call that's going to be close, the referees should probably favor the home team. Not all referees do that, but that's what the fans think. So when you get those calls that go against you, you feel like, Cheese. The referees did this or did that. Um, Yes, it's gonna always be questionable. Like I said, I was in the elevator last night, and there's guys from the Rams saying that was a that was a pi at the end of the game. Well, you know what? I tell my guys, it's only pi they call it. They don't call it. They didn't think it was pi because there's times where it's not pi and they call it. So just gotta go what the referee said. He didn't call it. It is what it is.
1: And, of course, as a defensive back and all pro defensive back, Glover's word is the best that we can listen to on this when it comes to pass interference. He is the expert here, so thank you for that. Because I agree, you know, it's just something that happens. Fans are always going to be upset with the refs. It just is what it is. But overall, I'm thrilled. There was some ups, there were some downs, there were some worries, there were some scary moments, but all through it, The Lions just played well. The defense made enough plays, forcing those field goals in the red zone instead of allowing touchdowns. Granted, they did get lit up a couple times. Tutu Atwell front-flipping into the end zone really bothered me, but it is what it is. They made enough plays to win the game.
0: Right, and and that stuff is going to happen, man. I mean, the the play with Atwell, you know, DB goes for the interception, misses it by a smidge. And then, yeah. you know, he was able to make a great catch and there's nobody left. That happens, you know. Uh, Puka Nakua with a good move on, on the corner to get over the top. Staffer finds him. Um, that's a great play call in that situation. So that stuff happens. Um, but like you say, you just got to be able to make enough plays offensively to to, to score points. And the defense got to be able to come through in crunch time and, and make some plays. And they did that, you know. So you're going to give up some plays. That's a part of the game. Um... But when it mattered most, you know, they had the big fourth third down stop that led to a field goal. Uh, I think it was CJ uh, on on the coverage in that on that end zone, and then you had the um, you know the play by Sutton and Anzalone at the end of the game. So you come through and you make cut you know plays in the clutch. Everything else is just a part of the game because you can play a great game and don't make plays in the clutch and it feels like you played an awful game so it really comes down to can you win the game and can you make plays in the fourth quarter and the Lions done that last night
1: they did they did they absolutely did they they. it's just such a great game that's really all there is left to say it was a great game and now you get the winner of the Eagles versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the home team. The Eagles have been struggling. The Lions beat the Bucks earlier this year. Do you have a preference of who you'd rather face next week?
0: Um, You know, based off of based off what we've seen recently, I would have to go with Philly. Like, Philly hasn't been playing great, but obviously in order for us to play against Philly, that means they had to go and beat Tampa, so maybe they got their woes fixed. I know AJ Brown's gonna be out this game, so they're gonna have to um, manufacture some offense from somebody else. Um, Tampa's gotten hot, I guess, uh, hot enough. You know, won a couple games, and you know, everybody f- try to find a different gear in the playoffs. If you are a defensive team, you try to find a different gear. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how Tampa comes out and plays today, and it'd be interesting to see how uh, Philly plays without AJ Brown. You know, can Jalen Hurts lead those guys? Devontae Smith not being healthy. Um, it's going to be tough. You know, now for the Lions, I think I like them against both of those teams. I mean, I already booked my flight to San Francisco. Ooh. I already booked it. I booked it last night. I mean, and I felt like, you know what, if San Francisco don't win, I just changed the flight to De- I mean, to Detroit. But I already booked it. Because I feel like it's a great matchup, I feel, for the Lions. Either way, if it's Philly or if it's Tampa, I I like the Lions at at home. And so I think you can kind of just sit back and watch the game and whoever it is, you scrap it up and let's go. But I think they should be able to handle both both of those teams.
1: We already know that they can score on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and shut down the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense. We've literally seen that this season. And the Eagles, I, I agree. It just, the way the Eagles have been playing, I think the defense can make enough plays to slow down Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. And the offense, we know, can score on anyone. This offense just keeps on chugging along, keeps on moving. Sam Laporta on one knee, still scoring touchdowns.
0: Oh yeah. And you know, I did a podcast earlier that week with Dr. Chow, and you know, I kind of talked about that. I asked Doc, I said, Doc, you know, Sam Laporte is a tight end, he's not a wide receiver, he's not a running back, he's not a defensive back. You know, will his knee be okay to play tight end, you know, and, and just be the linebacker here or there? Can will he be able to move that much? And Doctor didn't think so. And next thing you know, when the game starts yesterday, I see Sam LaPorter out there. I see him with a knee brace on. I'm like, wow, he's actually going to try to give it a go. I'm watching him in warm-ups. He's moving a little bit. I'm like, okay, let's let's see how it goes. And then I see him in the game. They got him in there blocking. So I'm like, all right, well, they're not just using him to try to you know get open. He's in there blocking and doing all that stuff. So then he gets rewarded with a touchdown. So I'm just like, hey. I don't know, maybe put in some some extra work over the week to to try to get it feeling as good as possible. You know, that's a that's a good thing about being young. Um, sometimes the body works a little faster, and it was good to see him out there.
1: It really was just to see the return, to see him score a touchdown, both the rookies on offense, Sam Laporta, Jameer Gibbs with the touchdowns, just great. Absolutely great, and I cannot wait to see what's next for the Detroit Lions. But first, got to get past tonight. We have to see who our opponent is going to be. But before we get to that, do you have any final thoughts on the Lions, the NFL playoffs, the Lions' future opponents, your excitement to head back to Detroit? Just any final thoughts, anything that you want to share with the crowd?
0: Well, I just feel like up until last night, the Lions, you know, the the playoff games have been you know blah you know I'm saying every game kansas city game i felt like could have been better but the weather you know played a part in that the texans played a great game but from a fans perspective they got they blew out the browns so it wasn't a good game to watch it was a great game for texans fans right um but this game last night i thought was a great game to watch it was a close game it was an entertaining game it was great for for anybody you had offense you had defense I felt like the Lions put on a great show for the people that were there. The entertainment was good. The environment was good. Everything was good. You know, so I'm so, so happy for the for the Lions and the organization, the city, the people, they deserve this and they did well. The players, they played well. And now we get to sit back and see who are we gonna face? Is it gonna be another, another uh, I don't wanna say revenge or another matchup with a former D- Detroit Lion? That's a high, high, high level player in Darius Slay. You know, is he going to come back with Philly and we get a chance to knock Darius Slay out uh, as we continue to go on our journey? Or will it be Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I don't know. But I do like our chances against both. And it does feel great to be able to sit back and watch knowing that you've already moved on.
1: And knowing that it's locked up, knowing you've moved on, knowing that you've got a playoff game, I just, no notes. That's all there is to say about it. It's just a great time to be a Detroit Lions fan. We've got to find out who we're going to be facing. We'll be here to talk about that later in the week. But until we've got all of that, we will see you next time.
0: Peace.